Hey everybody and welcome to another interview here on Torn It Up. And well, we have someone rather special on. This is someone that has been rocking hard, well, since 1986. Uh, they started off as the poor boys, then they decided just to shorten a few years later to the poor. But they've been rocking all over the world, as John Foley would say. And played some amazing places and with some amazing bands. Would you please give a huge welcome to the one and only Skinny Anthony? Oh, good, mate. How are you, Joe? I am great. Uh, look, you know, um, just checking out your credentials and what you guys have been up to over the years. My God, you got around the world and you played with some amazing people. But before we get to that and what you're actually doing now, let's go back to the start. Uh, Skitty, how did you get involved in music? Was there music in the family? And you know, when did you first uh, pick up that guitar and get involved? Uh, yeah, yeah well, um, me and my cousins, well, they, our pa- parents um, used to get us all together and um, make us do do like little entertainment slots where they, then they'd have a party and stuff. <laughs> And uh, me and me, me and my brother, and, and me and me two cousins uh, used to just play tennis rackets and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it was all, all a bit of fun with the with the uh, the family. But um, yeah, always loved music and just um, always really wanted to be a singer all all my life. And um, yeah, it wasn't until Darwin where I got my chance. And, and tell me, who were your influences growing up on, at that time, or who were you who were you into? Um, first, the first bands were Aussie, Aussie bands like the the Angels, uh, Rose Tattoo, um, ACDC, of course, um, the Divinals, um Yeah, just a lot of a lot of Australian rock at first. And then you kind of, Skinny, you got to tour all over the world with some of the giants. Like you were, you toured with the Scorpions, you toured with Van Halen, you you toured with ACDC, uh, and you're you're going on tour. Maybe you already are with Rose Tattoo, or certainly you're going over to the guys to Europe. Um, how did how did the band get linked up with stuff like that? Was it through the record label, or how does how do how do things like that happen? Because those were giants and still are giants of the business. Yeah, um, oh, we're we're pretty pretty well well known as a as a, a, a live act, and um, uh, you know we just we carved our carved our our way in, in, into history and and um, sort of forced our way into <laughs> like I, I wasn't shy in the early days to start asking. Um, the promoters to put us on on the bills, and well, once once we started doing some of the you know the smaller, well, you know, well the, the smaller Australian bands, and then the, then the bigger Australian bands are supporting them. You know the um, the the international bands started pricking their ears up, and um, and uh, we started getting calls, and and um, yeah, then the, then the record company. You know, so Sony started getting involved, and and um, but you know they got a bit of clout themselves, <laughs> so they put us in the right the right spot. You know, I suppose uh, it's like this: if you have the talent and you have the quality, you know, if you can get, if you're as you say, you can't be shy in this business. You have to knock on doors and get yourself into the flow of things. 
But then yeah, after you gotta that, kick it down. You gotta kick that door down. You gotta kick it down. You gotta kick it down. But then when you do get the door kicked down, skinny, I'm not it's never easy, but it probably becomes a bit easier once you become a known quantity and the word gets about because this business, no more than any other business, a lot of stuff goes by word of mouth and what's happening and then it le- one thing leads to another. I presume that's the way it works. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep consistent. That's 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 number one. You've got to give it all every single time. You can't can't let your guard down, at, at, you know, not once. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're constantly out there. I suppose, look, there's thousands of bands out there. So to keep your name to the front, you've got to be doing stuff. you got tell me something. I mean, you're around from 1986. So you've seen all the changes happening, say, with social media and the likes of Facebook and Twitter and Spotify and all the other things coming. What would your view be on that as a band that you've seen all of that? Has it been beneficial? Would you have rather it didn't happen? How do you see it? Um, I, I think it's I think it's good for for people um, getting seen, but there's nothing like getting out there and playing live, and um, that's where you really find out whether you're a band or not. You know, because you, you you can you can go along on social media for ages and and, and cover it up, you know, or you can do it again. It's like it's like recording, you know. That's why albums sound so good because you get get a second chance of doing it. But with live, you can't. <laughs> no, uh, but then again, I often feel like you know that when when you play something live. You know, it's the real deal because you're, you're, even though that song's been written and recorded, you're giving it, every time you play the song, you, you bring it to life. You're actually playing, the band's playing it, and you may not play it exactly as it was in the studio, and need maybe nor should you. But that if you have a good gig and the audience, the vibe is there and you're feeding off them and they're feeding off you, I think something electric happens and you may even change the song slightly, which is not a bad thing, but it, I think every no, performance is unique, isn't it? Every performance yeah. is unique. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's a great thing about performing live. You never know what's going to happen. You can, you can try, train it up and rehearse as much as, much as you like, but when it comes to, comes to the... The gig, and they're all different. Every single one of them. <laughs> yeah, and and I presume you are a live band, so I mean, it'll be you'll be constantly gigging, as I can see there. You're a very busy band. How did that all affect you during COVID? Like when everything was shut down, I'm sure. Did, did you did you write some new music? Do a bit of recording remotely, or what did you do in that time? Because there was about two years where really very little happened, or at least it didn't in most of the world. Maybe it was different where you guys were. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we used that as a. It was, it was like a blessing for us. Really, we we got to um, to spend a lot more time writing, and um, yeah, we we just went full steam ahead with um, writing songs and, and and working out. That's that's how we've got this new album coming out now. Yeah, let's talk about that. What about the new album? When is it due out? What 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 do you feel? Is it a change of style or is it just straight ahead rocking as as always from the poor? What what can you tell us about it? It's it's straight ahead, straight ahead. But um, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it, I haven't been this excited since the first album. Wow! I thought I thought the the, the second, the second and third. 
um, albums were were a bit off the mark. Um, I just just had, didn't have that song content um, like the first album. But this this one, I I just reckon it's fantastic. Um, All right. It's 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 got it's got a twist to it, but. But not, you know, it's still, it's still us. You can still tell it. It's fucking the, the old tongue in cheek with a serious side to it as well. But, but uh, mainly just fucking in your face. We're not afraid to say shit. I know. I, well, that's great because, you know, I, I myself, I'd be a massive fan of the likes of ACDC and Rose Tattoo and all of that, which is really no nonsense rock and roll with the volume cranked up like so. That That's why I like what you do so much. It's that type of powerful high voltage rock and roll that takes no prisoner. So tell me the new album, when is it due out or is there any singles coming off it or what's the plan? Yeah, well, um, the first single is out at the moment, which is called Payback's a Bitch. Um, you can find that or you can yeah. get that anywhere um, at the moment. The, the second, the second single looks like is going to come out while while we're while we're in Europe, and um, which is in July this year. And um, they're just trying to work out because we're we're supposed to be going back to Europe um, early next year, and they're just trying to work out when the th- when we're going to release a third single and. And then the album uh, after that. Well, that probably be that, that's probably when when we release the third single is probably when we're gonna release the album, pretty much. Yeah. So the album release probably co- is maybe late this year or early next year at this stage. Yeah, yeah. But the la- the latest will be you know January or something next year. Yeah. But you're that probably matters. going to you're probably going to road test a lot of the songs from the album when you're out on tour anyway so a lot of the fans are there seeing you live are going to hear a lot of the album I presume anyway skinny. Yeah, yeah. Well, um for this for this trip um in Europe this time with Rose Tattoo we we're, we're just um playing a bit of a mix of of the older songs um and and the new ones, but uh, when we go back next year, it'll be yeah, we'll, we'll um, be playing a lot of the new stuff. So can't wait to play it. I would sure. Uh, tell me when you recorded the album. Uh, was any of that during the COVID restrictions, or was everybody able to get together in the studio? Because I know many artists recorded remotely during COVID as well, where each each band member sent in their piece. So how did that work for you guys, or was COVID restrictions gone when you recorded it? Uh, you know, we, we did what we had to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Northern Territory answer. That's a good Northern Territory answer. I love it. I love it. Just between you and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's enough. I know it's as good as a wink to a blind horse, as Rod Stewart the Faces once said. Yeah. That's it. Oh, uh, listen. I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing the new. I'm looking forward to hearing the new single. We'll certainly be given. Uh, playing Payback's a bitch and anything else that you can allow us to play on the show we will be playing it it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you Skeeny uh, you play my kind of music no nonsense hard driving rock and roll and my god we need lots of music after all we've been through for the last few years it's time to party <laughs> definitely definitely 
<laughs> Listen, on behalf of myself and everyone here on the show on the station, I want to really thank you so, so much for taking the time to chat with us. Hopefully it won't be no, the last you, time and we'll keep in contact when there's any new releases coming out. Let us know and we'll give it a spin here on the show. No, no worries, mate. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Ah, listen, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much, Kenny. <laughs> Cheers, mate.